No one knows your body better than you. That's why at Planned Parenthood, you drive your health care decisions. Through Planned Parenthood's telehealth appointments, you can get high-quality, affordable care your way by phone or video. When you're ready, book a virtual appointment at PlannedParenthood.org slash grown. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash grown. Girl, you are to me all that a woman should be. And I dedicate my life to you always. The love like yours is grand. It must have been sent from up above. And I know you'll stay this way for always. Kick it in, sis. Ooh, you're like the sun. I skipped a part. And we right. both know <laughs> hey. that our love will grow. And forever hey. it will be you. Girl, did you have to do that? Yes, she did. You had to do that. It's like, okay, girl. Thank you so much for that. Let me tell you how Kia hates a baby ass run. It's just so childish. Okay, sis. God bless you. Noah's runs be better. That all runs gotta be busy because I don't like a busy run neither, right? Because a lot of times the girls Mm-mm. be just moving and grooving, running, 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 keep on running like you know the gap band, okay? But <laughs> Kia calls Drew the running man. Drew is the running man because Drew don't <laughs> sing one straight note. He don't, don't. sing no straight <laughs> note. I mean, all he just will run you. I mean, run you round and round and round and round and round and round and getting, honey. He was just he's like oh, Drew. <laughs> He'd be like, happy birthday to <laughs> you. Wait up, you got to hit the falsetto real quick. Hit the falsetto. No. I'd be like, okay, okay. <laughs> we love you, Drew. He'd be like, Shout Drew out to Black said. Broadway. He'd be like, Drew Super. <laughs> Just give me one straight note, okay? Just give me a He hates good. when I call him Juicifer. <laughs> The Drew Sif, honey. The Drew Sif. We miss Drew, though. How are you? I hope Drew is we well do. wherever you are. We love us some Drew. Absolutely. Me and Drew and Dustin be FaceTiming sometimes watching T.S. Madison videos. So I but. love Maddie. <laughs> Maddie is such a gift. So much. Oh my, you know who? That's who we need on the show. Maddie is a gift, honey. I just love everything. That, I just say everything that Maddie say, like, for no reason, because I don't have no hair. But I just be in my house talking about, I'm sitting up here underneath this, underneath this Bangladesh, honey. <laughs> you know, when she wear her bang wig, she be like, you know, I'm sitting up yes. here under my Bangladesh, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I tell you I love her and she is exactly the same in person. Exactly. Well, it was such a joke when we uh, when I had the opportunity to do the the read uh, when they did their TV show. I had the gift and the treasure of sharing a dressing room with Nanny, 
and oh yes sat in you there did and got our faces done at the same time maddie was just like well just look at those cheekbones over there girl i said <laughs> <laughs> maddie i love you so much. so much we were sitting in the room she's like when you gonna cook me some food i want I some food maddie. i was like you gonna come to the atlanta dopest dinner party because clearly this is the last that we'll ever have since we can never come to atlanta again but oh, um God. <laughs> Listen, we won't talk Atlanta about that. We're just, talking about joyful things. I was oh, watching Atlanta um, Inc. I saw uh, Regine's birthday party. Oh, you gotta say, you you gotta know say what? name like that. Hold that Regine. for the trash. Okay, but yes, I did. Resume see quarter. And I saw, and I was just like, I mean, these niggas are squoze up in there, like sis. sis. Like the COVID is just greeting them at the door. Sis. How in I the mean, world like, could hello. it not? I mean, the COVID Hello. is getting the invitation to y'all's functions. Do y'all know that? Like, attention to COVID-19. Attention COVID-19. <laughs> you and Do a you guest, want the fish right. or the chicken? You and a guest are welcome <laughs> to join us for our party. Oh, niggas is letting in COVID-20 and we've not even been introduced to Listen, it yet. I don't so. know the people how are not scared. I don't see how they're not scared. I see everyone was posting. Uh, Todd and Candy was down there. I just saw all the people and I'm just like, y'all not scared? Juvenile. Juvenile was I'm there. I'm scared. I'd they be in Target. But I'm going to tell you breath. how people are not scared. I'm going to tell you how because I'm about to pull up a tweet for you real oh, quick. We know this is the longest intro God. ever. It's fine. It's okay. We deserve. Um... There's a young man, or I use that loosely, oh, uh, actually. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, a young man on the internet who said, and you guys feel free to tweet him. His name is at J, J-A-Y, uncut. Ew. Oh, ew. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> that mean, does that mean Not shaming penis uncircumcised his, his penis penises, but I just wanted to know. Now you have your cow neck sweater penis. Get your cow neck sweater penis away from here, <laughs> oh, sir. No. Listen, Ooh, I, don't mind, I don't mind a little extra meat. I don't mind Yikes. a little extra. Just make sure you huh. clean. Can't be out here with the cheesy dick. But anyway, yeah. Jay Uncut, at yeah. J-A-Y Uncut says. Oh, no. Atlanta proves the, to the world every day that y'all took COVID way too serious. Two, T-O, just one. <sighs> then he God. says, if y'all want to be so serious about COVID, then use the same energy to figure out why Atlanta been wide open for six months now and we doing just fine. We, we as in who? My people, the thousands who gather in clubs and restaurants every day, night. <laughs> Stop counting these deaths you researched on Google. We aren't reporting numbers quote unquote is what he put y'all do know they've been making up covid deaths since the pandemic started for money they will report a car crash fatality as a covid death simply because they found the virus in the body listen in case your first reaction was to tweet an insult we've been getting insulted for months now yet okay. nobody's explaining how we're living our lives regularly and not dying off this is what y'all look like insulting us the spongebob mean of the man looking out the window, Squidward or whatever his name is, at Patrick and SpongeBob playing outside. So there's a number of other stupid ass tweets Eesh. that go along with this, but oh. this is why and how, this is the mentality on why niggas are not scared of the COVID. I don't even know what to say to that, but God bless. I think Everybody you can tell the people what, what, what getting grown is and why we're here. Because <laughs> we still ain't done that. Because y'all niggas are dumb. Before I do fuck. that, let me spray some lights off right quick. Because I can't even be 
tolerating these kinds of foolishness in my. Mm-mm. I just don't want it nowhere little... around me. Oh, there's <clears> more <throat> left in there. Shows you how much I use. Uh, but yes, but we anyway. are back to talk about uh, the ghettos of adulting. We are grateful to be surviving the worst hood we've ever had to live in. That is adulthood. Clearly. Um, and mm-hmm. we are back again for your weekly dose. And, you know, of good conversation around the kitchen table where Jade and I pontificate <laughs> and commiserate about mm-hmm. the ghettos of adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the test of trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations. Not Otis. Uh, what is it? Otis. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the taxes of being a real live you, adult in the year of our Lord 2020, which is almost over. I mean, look at that. December starts tomorrow. How about that? I, it's only it's only been five years. I, I mean, mean the longest the longest year we've ever had to the longest twelve months of our lives, literally. Yeah, I think about the guiding twelve years light. of slaves. Was it was it Always. was it guiding light that had the 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 the, the sands of time? Was it guiding light? I believe that, so. <laughs> I just see I that. So. I just I just see the that uh that the, that theme music. You know, I think about that when I think about twenty twenty. How we're navigating the ghettos of, of that of this. 12 years of 2020 but yes we're back 12 years of 2020 we are here though and we are grateful to be here so great all of you all um how was your holiday you know it was a holiday it was a day i did i did i did little to nothing uh i enjoyed mm-hmm. my home As i was grateful have. to be here and just grateful to just see another day i was i was grateful to be here and just you know I had everything that I need right here within the four walls of this house. And I did not have one complaint. Right here. L- no be right fear. here. Come on, and Cheryl. has no fear. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, <laughs> you want to tell the people what you cooked? <laughs> I did. Okay, so I don't know why you are laughing because it's not that. Okay, so Jay helped me because I did not want my, my you know, my. I went into Thanksgiving very much on F that bird. I wasn't thinking about no turkey. I didn't want no chickens. There. I didn't want no poultry whatsoever. There, um, there. Because I just didn't feel like fooling with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and I feel like it was mm-hmm. a lot of work for just one person. Because there wasn't nobody eating but me. Um, and so I, I had, I went over there to the Harris Teeter. <laughs> and I saw that they had, uh, <laughs> they had beef ribs on sale. So I had picked up a couple of packets of the beef ribs. And I came back and I was talking to my sis. And I had never prepared those on my own. So she gave me a cute little recipe to try. And I did everything that she told me to do. And they came out. Well, but I'm just like Jay. Jay suggested that I marinate them, and it was and they were smelling good. They were tender. They were tasty. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I did. I grew up in a very much a white bread and American cheese kind of home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My grandma cooks her beef. It, you know what she do? Like the closest we get to marinades. You know what I'm saying? And I mean that happened, right? The closest we get to marinades, a little Worcestershire sauce, and maybe my grandma Thanks. would like, you know, just get her a pack of onion soup mix and some good old hot water you know what i'm saying let that meat situate down in that soup mix for a few a few hours before she puts her pot roast in the roaster that's as close as we get to marinate so but jay had told me to marinate my beef ribs in some red wine and it was it worked out in terms of getting them tender and juicy and tasty i just have i'm not accustomed to the red wine flavor to my beef 
You know what I'm saying? I'm just not as cultured and classy as the rest of you girls. It's fine. We are very much, you know, <laughs> we are a white bread and American cheese kind of black. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of black There's I come from. Wrong with that. I mean, it's not a thing wrong with that. Okay, I'm no judgment. So the, the ribs were great. They were good. You know, everybody who had them loved them. Amen. I'm just saying that the red, the red wine marinade, <laughs> that flavor was something I wasn't quite prepared for, but I did enjoy them. I did. I did. Mm -hmm. So I made my beef ribs. I made a little macaroni and cheese. I made some greens. Let me tell you how tender my greens were. My oh, the greens looked right. My greens were my heart belongs to tenderoni. Tender! I'm telling you, they were Bobby Brown tenderoni. <laughs> God moved within that pot the of greens. I'm so proud of myself. Exactly. I mean, melted down. And I picked, you know, I picked them greens personally down to the Harris Teeter. They had them two bunches for $4. And I said, don't mind if I do. And I took my time. How many time, bunches did you get? I got about four bunches. And I took my time, Jay. When I tell you, I, I took every ounce of stem. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I just, I cleaned them greens. And I got them together. And mm -hmm. they cooked down. And I didn't mm -hmm. buy smoked turkey wings. I bought smoked turkey drums so that meat. You know what I'm saying? I got that oh, meat Oh, I got good. smoked turkey necks this year. Girl. <laughs> so I had both. Mm. I had a drum and I had a neck. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Boil them things that Them greens was right. Okay. Period. As the children say. But yes, Period. I just did that. And I made me a little white rice. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like my rice and gravies and things. So that's what I had. And yes. I did me a little baked apple. It was a cute little situation. Oh, and yeah, you didn't have your traditional gravy. So it wasn't the same with the rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, what I'm saying. It just fair. was like, it was just a, it was just a different kind of thing, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. I wasn't a, at, at all It is mad. better with a potato. It's better with a potato. Fair. But fair, fair. Um, what I had Kia do was I told her to take her short ribs and rub them salt, pepper, um, and brown sugar. And I then marinate that. them in Worcestershire. You did. She did I everything. Did I did Worcestershire, that. red wine, uh, some thyme, some garlic, mm -hmm. you know, rosemary. You told me to use the rosemary. Oh, rosemary right. as well. You know, mama loves the herbs. Um, and to let them marinate for a good at least 24 hours. And then That's once she takes them out to dry them off, which she did, salt and pepper them. You can even do a quick uh, flour pat, mm -hmm. um, salt and pepper. She even judged it and added an herb de Provence. Yes, I had and an herb then, de Provence. Uh, yes, I did. See, I'm glad. I did, and then pan and seared them. Oh, and then after she pan seared, then you put them in the crock. The and crock you add pot. that juice, that wine, yes, and I the did. brown sugar, Worcestershire Very blend good. back into the, into the crock. And then you let them slow cook. So it creates a, a red wine, For about brown six, sugar, delicious seven kind hours. of marinade. But it is, mm -hmm. ooh, mm -hmm. nigga. But it's not gravy. So if you're expecting right. your standard brown nigga gravy, which I thoroughly mm -hmm. enjoy and prepared which for Thanksgiving, is a, which, which is I'll a go delight. into black women's self care. Which is a total delight. It is a delight. It is I my favorite. It, it is it not is. that. It is it more is of that. like a delicious jus. Very, you know very, what I'm saying? But it's yes. better over a whipped potato. And uh, so if you want to you know get a little bougie, there's a quick recipe. You know what What'd I did, though, just to feel like home. And I'm sure that y'all are going to judge me. But I called my grandmother and she told me what to do. She told me to get a little pack of brown gravy mix and doctor it up and make myself I don't a little, judge you for that. Make me a little gravy on the side. And what I did yeah. for when for my leftover is when I heated up the leftover beef rib, I drizzled a little of that brown gravy. Now that got me where I needed to be. Mm. 
Yes. You just and he needed gave your me good a little, old brown gravy. Gave me some gravy for my rice. You know what I'm saying? That's all I needed, a little rice and gravy. That's all I needed. Because rice, rice deser- white rice deserves a brown gravy. This is what I'm saying. It That's just does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. I've not used the brown gravy pack, because, but my father used them. <laughs> yes. And, um, my grandma said, listen, you know, she I said, I know quick. y'all are... She said, y'all are fancy, and I know y'all don't like these no, things. She fine. said, but what you do is to go on over there to the, go to the grocery store, get you a couple of packets of the gravy. You know what I'm saying? You can get you the kind that don't got no MSG in it. I know y'all don't like the MSG. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they you. tell you which one to get. She said, oh, go ahead. And, you can go on over there. She said that McCormick's got a good one. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I think it was another another brand. She she, But I got the McCormick's one. Did what I needed. Got me right on over the hump. I grew up on a lot of packed packaged gravy from my I told when he would cook his dinner, he would cook ground beef in that packaged gravy with bell pepper, onion, and mushrooms, and we eat it over white rice. So I am well aware. If you want to make a quick gravy too, another thing that I like to keep in the cabinet, if I'm literally doing like a Tuesday night gravy, is um is a little bit of a bouquet, kitchen bouquet. And Ooh, you just you do a little what? Like the little brownie? Yeah, you just do a little that's mm-hmm. listen a little browning season you just do some some butter some flour and you can use a little stock whether you want to use you veggie chicken or whatever and you I do that and you just make your quick roux and you throw in some of that kitchen bouquet little onion and garlic or whatever herbs you got on hand and that's how that you can also make you a really quick gravy i'm gonna mm-hmm. try that i listen time. my mother was she she is swears by a kitchen bouquet and i always keep a bit in my cabinet always just- and I these don't feel the, any shame about it. These are the these are the the treasures of that the ancestors have. You know, these are the hidden Facts. little treasures Facts. of our Facts. foremothers and fathers. So we just cannot Facts. leave by the wayside. I know we all organic and, and super conscious, and that's all good and and fine. And I'm yeah. not going to it's great. not celebrate and appreciate those things. But there's something about a gravy packet or some kitchen <laughs> kitchen bonnet. Get it. Get it, get it, get your needs met, okay? Get your needs met on a Tuesday, okay? Got Very the club quick. going up. Boom. So Period. that's just a, you know, that's just some some black woman tips for you all at the top of this intro. We but we that. do have trash to get to. And and actually, I didn't have a hard time with the trash this week, so let's do it. Trash is a plenty, plenty, plenty. It feels plenty. like the holiday season sneaks up on us earlier every year. If you're looking for a great place to get everything you need this holiday season, check out Zebit. With Zebit, you can shop thousands of products from your favorite brands and pay for them over time. They have everything from Xboxes and TVs to tools, cookware, and furniture. Zebit gives you the option to pay just a portion of the price with the rest spread out over time in easy, affordable payments. Zebit even has gift cards from all of your favorite places like Sephora, Bath & Body Works, and Foot Locker. So whether you're in a pinch and need a last-minute gift or you just want to shop somewhere else, Zebit's gift cards have you covered. With Zebit, there's no cost to join, no hidden fees, and no gotchas. With flexible payment options and an amazing marketplace, Zebit is the best place to start the holiday shopping season. So as you guys know, I've recently bought a house and I've been slowly but surely getting things together to get my house in order. 
one of those kind of things that you don't know that you really, really need unless you really, really need it until you really, really need it is a solid vacuum cleaner. So I've been kind of, you know, pissing around with these little rinky dinky hand me down vacuum cleaners. But now that I have, you know, my own home, it's really important for me to invest in something imp as important and integral to your home cleaning as a, a vacuum cleaner. So I've been looking to invest. And with debit, they have access to some of your uh, favorite brands like Dyson, um, General Electric, you know, vacuum cleaners are really good when it's a real big investment. And so like, you know, why would I go to Target or Walmart or something where I would have to pay 490, $475, $500 for a vacuum cleaner all up front? When if I were to get that from the Zebra Marketplace, that that cost would be spread out over a six month period, only requiring me to pay a couple of hundred dollars or a hundred dollars or so up front and then spread out the rest of that cost. Um, over a six month period. So check out Zebit. It really, they really do have all you need um, as far as home decor tools, appliances, air conditioners, but then they also have like, you know, TVs and, and video games and um, all of the, the dope gift card options that I spoke of before. So get a head start on your holiday shopping. Sign up to shop on Zebit today at zebit.com slash grown. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash grown. Zebit.com slash grown. A clean up woman. Oh, it's Basuda time and there's so much of it. Oh, but... Before before we get into like ultimate ultimate trash, I want to first of all uh, a happy belated birthday to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, um, you know we, with his beautiful spirit, King T'Challa forever. And so mm. you know we wanted to make sure we acknowledged him because he's he was been such a gem and it's such a great loss for us. Um, and then on a positive note, so according to the Root. Uh, President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris announced their all-female communications team. Saw that. So this Absolutely is going to amazing. include, it's going to include Simone Sanders. Of course. So we know who Simone Sanders is. She is one of the faces we saw the most during the Biden campaign. Yeah. She's she going to be a senior advisor and chief spokesperson for Kamala Harris. And she's going to be joined by former political analyst and senior advisor, um, Corinne Jean-Pierre. So ah, she's going to serve as deputy press secretary, according to NBC. And so they, the Biden Harris team's looking for the women to bring diverse perspectives to the white house. And this is, this is all from the root, but I wanted to start off with some positivity because we've had such a ghetto ass year that I thought it would be beautiful to talk about some of the changes. I mean, how nigga, how excited are you to just have some people who know what they're talking about and don't sound like bubbling idiots? The birds, the birds in China and I mean, the birds in Ireland and the windmills, the windmills. I mean, how excited are you going to be not to have to hear shit like that anymore? Ooh, elated. What a time. Elated. All right, let's get ghetto. So mm -mm -mm. <laughs> here we go. Um, there's rumors that uh, how would how would Roland Ray say rumors? Rumors. <laughs> I was just sitting here charging my chair, and the fans spoke up. Oh, <laughs> so, God, there's rumors that uh, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, aka what was that I man's name? That. What was his name in there? 
they together. Uh, they went on a. Um, uh, they spent the holiday together. I can't think of his name from the Black Panther. Well, Killmonger. 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 That's it. Mm. Killmonger with the Bayang. <laughs> with the Bangladesh. With the Bangladesh girl. <laughs> Send them under these Bangladesh. There are rumors that they spent the holiday together. Girl, in, who cares? In, in Atlanta. Okay. Congratulations. I, I don't think I've ever seen Atlanta in the media so much. I don't know if like I never paid attention. I think the world I stands think... in awe of just how completely indifferent they are acting <laughs> toward this global <laughs> pandemic. It's fine. You know, you know. But there's rumors that they're together and um, you know. Let me I'm, tell you something. Yeah. Y'all are two young black people, why not? Lori Harvey. <laughs> Listen, yes, say what you I want mean, about sis, but she know how to close to the deal. Say. You know what I'm saying? Sis got a roster, a roster. She got a roster I'm on her. I'm not mad. I hope I'm she's keeping mad. up with I'm her annual visits to her gynecologist and maintaining her and health. And them niggas too. Same. Everybody keep up with everybody. your annuals. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go get them dirty dicks checked because you don't do that enough. We have to. You, <laughs> on, you only get. You only promise one pocketbook in your life. Now you got to take care of your purse. <laughs> All right, that one's for free. Next time I'm gonna charge you. But you only promise one pocketbook in your life. It is. Well, your I'm going to assume that her pocketbook is intact, sewn shut, quite Woo! tight. And, it's gonna have and, to be in a bag full of money because let me tell you, my money. girl don't have no problems. She's all listen. And I'm not mad at it. She's listen. like, mm, what nigga do I want to take me on vacation this Get week? Get what you need. Get what you need, niece. We live. We live for it. Never okay. shame. Never. Do what um, you need to who's do. next? Oh, who's next on the list? Oh. Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, let's get naked, or let's get naked, which I don't know what you're talking about, but I just remember I that song. Well, no, that's that song and that song. So Halle Berry is in the in the social media news. It's not really her. It's more so Lisa Ray, because Lisa oh, Ray was savior. running her jibs and had something had some shit to say about Halle Berry's pocketbook ironically enough look how oh, we just flowed right word. on to the next t- uh topic now, Lisa and Ray basically to, did you wish well, speaking of I'll, 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 I'll get to that later I'm sorry but Lisa Ray said that you know she said the she she, she the, the rumor that used to go around all over the place and niggas just said that because they were bitter and angry and they eat Chinese food every day from the from the to, to go spot but Lisa Ray said that Halle Berry must have some like tainted pocketbook. Oh, that's not of, nice. Of sorts. I'm paraphrasing, you know. That's not she's, nice. And she's a little, you know, touched in this and that. It must not be good because she can't keep no nigga. And that's so, not nice. Um, and Halle I mean, Berry spoke pots up. Pots and kettles. Mm-hmm. Pots and kettles. Lisa Ray, girl. Let's just call a thing mm. a thing, beloved. Where's your mm. husband? Please do. Okay. Mm. Last I heard, he was mm. down to Dwayne Martin's house. Okay. Hmm. Mm. But listen, mm. I'm sorry. You know, mm. you worried about the wrong thing, sis. But I'm going to be you quiet. You really are. Yes, you especially because really we all saw your tea spill down to Iyanlis. We Did you watch down? Listen, Lisa Ray and her I didn't watch it yet, but it's on my list. And her daughter. She need, the last thing she need to be worried about is Halle, Bay, Halle Berry's purse, okay? Because her whole life is just going up in the flames, okay? You understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> She's got lots, lots. I mean, Halle Berry's purse should be the very last thing she is worried it about. It should be the last topic. Her whole life 
she has had to fight her own mama. Okay. She's got, she I'm has just, just been steeped in all manner of dysfunction. So she might not be worried about who um, Halle Berry got or don't got. Okay. You hear? You hear, Diamond? So Halle Berry responded and I'm added glad. Lisa Ray. Good. And said, Miss at <laughs> the real L Ray one. Come on. Ask my man Van Hunt. Please. And he'll tell you all y'all need to know. Come on. Who is hmm. Van Hunt? Uh, let's see. Van Hunt is a person. Ask uh, my man. <laughs> Ask my man. You better. Come on. This is what. Okay. He is a singer songwriter. Uh, Berry love her a singer. He does. She uh-huh. does love a singer. Listen. Okay. Hallie said. Oh, wait a minute. That name sounds really okay. familiar, but I don't know. I'm not Wikipedia. placing a face. Let me let me do some Googles quickly. Go on somewhere. We are we're Googling. We're Googling. Van Hunt is Let's an see. American singer. I've never heard he of He wrote and co-produced the song Hopeless. Okay. Never heard of that. Um These are these Oh, are yes, I have. Hopeless from Love Jones. Okay. Hopeless from Love Jones. Oh. Yeah, you say I'm hopeless. That with a penny with a hole in it. Okay. Yeah, with like a penny with a hole in it. So yes, okay, I was reading the wrong thing. Yeah, he oh, uh, I didn't really know that he they wrote was and together. co-produced Hopeless. And um, he also co-wrote her new boyfriend singer. Oh, he did for Cree Summer as well. Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joy. Hey, my boo. Um, okay. And then Randy Jackson from American Idol used to be his uh, manager. Listen. Looks like he's worked with Alicia Keys and uh, Dave Matthews Band, Kanye. Listen, okay, so hope, he's got a career. I hope Van Hunt enters the chat. Okay, because does Lisa Ray have a man to present to to enter the chat? Okay, I say this respectfully, I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm just you saying. Really, stop talking on other people's. Let's boxes. just That's let's not, especially when you done just got off of Iyana's couch, and we all know that you and your mama's <laughs> crazy. We know that. Pass. That surprises Every me time that she was like, screams that I scream. She was, I don't know. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. It's a rafter. It's a rafter in your eye, sis. And you should really, you should really go take care of that. You know, it's really around your own front door, mother. That's all I'm she saying. Worried about I'm your saying. own pH balance, okay? Mind the business that pays you. Okay. Oh, yes, your own pH balance. Honey pot down at Target. You know get you I'm some. Saying? You can get it down That's to the Walgreens, the Rite Aid, wherever you need it. Can can they have a sensitive and a normal and both you know of them are I'm wonderful saying? get your knees oh, man. man we all Probiotics responsible for our own purse you only get one purse girl <laughs> and in what and in what world do you go around digging in other people's purses this or what seeing what they got going they on not never. Of, you never have any business in anybody else's purse okay these are words that you should I'm live saying. by i'm disappointed and especially you dirty dick niggas you I'm disappointed. stop talking disappointed. <laughs> disappointed and Lisa Ray. I'm disappointed. I would hate I would hate that she would she would say such such things. Um I still love everybody. They're all my aunties. But I just you sure. know we got the we got to call things things around here. Come on. Mm. It's your okay. whole closet looking like an AirPod case. But okay. anyway uh calm down. 
Walk around here looking like a marshmallow all your life. <laughs> just a whole pack of eight and a half by 11. So just, just your life. Like, looking like a ream of paper out here. What a box mean, of Kleenex. <laughs> Ice T. Okay, Petty King Extraordinaire. I want him to come on just to be a part of the Petty Peeves. Because my nigga, my nigga posted a picture and said, I, wa- I have to read this caption. It's a picture of his father-in-law with a, with a uh, ventilator over his face or whatever. And he says, my father-in-law, Coco's dad, was a serious no-masker. We know what that means. Mm-hmm. COVID hit him. And then he said, pneumonia in both lungs, 40 days in the ICU, close to death. Now he's on oxygen indefinitely. Oh, he's a believer now. Hashtag COVID is not a game. So I just, uh, we all know that. And we talk about COVID all the time because clearly it's everywhere. But um, I just found that to be really funny. That was very petty. And you can tell exactly what he was trying to say. And I lived for it. Yeah, and of course, you know, that, I mean, it, it. don't nobody, I don't want, I hope that Coco's father makes it and, you know, recovers and all of that. I don't want anybody to die. I'm just saying, like, no. you know, and this is also for our, for for the, the uncut man who was t- talking trash about Atlanta. It'd be like, y'all gonna learn one day. Well, okay. Hmm. J uncut at J at J A Y uncut yeah him whoever he is child God just out here just spewing irresponsible like garbage just Just shut the fuck up it's free it's free to shut the fuck up it really is it is um what's next so there was a fight this weekend Mm. it was a fight this weekend Mm. uh Mm -hmm. and it was the pre-event to the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones main event okay shout out to Mike Tyson Uncle Mike I love you forever. Uh, the pre-fight was with Nate Robinson, who is a former NBA player. Nate used to play for, uh, the I believe the Lakers, but I know he played for the Knicks. He played for the Celtics. Um, and he went against a YouTube star by the name of Jake Paul. Save you guys. <sighs> and uh, apparently got knocked the fuck out. Listen, so, from what I understand, it was, you know, intense. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was ugly. He threw that ass in a circle. So, um, you know, a lot of NBA players chimed in (laughs) and had many things to say uh, about Nate's knockout. And uh, one of them. So Steph Curry was one who, you know, was rooting for him and going for him and was like, all right, my NBA bro, all that, all that. And then was like, so before Nate had tweeted, he was like, he was like, um, I'm going to shock the world, bro. And so Steph res- responded after the fight and said, I see no lies. Mm. Um, and then it was many other people, according to the YBF, Nick Young, Paul Pierce, Dikembe Mutombo. Everybody had things to chime in. Nick Young was like, damn, bro, that ain't how you represent the NBA. Uh, Paul Pierce was cheering him on. And then his next story was like, damn. So it was it was uh, it was some funny memes and things that came along with it. And he seems to be in good spirits afterwards. And I mean, listen, Mike Tyson, the great said it best. Everybody got a plan till they get knocked out. Everybody listen. Period. Okay. (laughs) So like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in these things. You don't know how long that little white boy was training. I did die 
at the meme of him on the ground and all of the ancestors above him. That was actually quite funny. Now, there was a couple people who did not find it funny. Oh, what was your favorite? My favorite meme and the one I reposted was when he was knocked down and like, it'd be like, this is like Netflix be asking, are you still watching? And then it'd be like me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was most relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the one where they did uh, Martin. Martin, mm-hmm. what he was, <laughs> what they did, oh, Martin. God. Oh, God. But there was a couple people uh, who were not laughing. Mayweather was, you know, Mayweather came like, we not getting, I'm not getting ready to do all that. You know, I'm still rooting for you and all that. And that's great. You need, but come on, we can all laugh. Look at what happened with 21 Savage. That nigga came back and laughed at all of that. <laughs> so... You know, and Gilbert Arena showed love, but that was that, and that was entertaining. Um, and shout out to Nate. You know, just train a little bit more, and we'll watch you in the next one. Shit, there's plenty of these niggas because got I knocked feel like out. We should all <laughs> strive to be good at what we're good at. Like you know, the lesson that I took away from this is like you not supposed to be doing everything. Okay. There are things like you know what I'm saying. Like this is what I do. You know what I'm saying. I you know I write papers and do research. I don't get. I could. I'm not gonna get out here and cater like Jade, even though I could cook myself no. a meal. You know what I'm saying. I'm. I'm definitely not writing a book. I know what my strengths are. Right. You know what I'm saying. Like just do. Be good at what you good at. Like Nate Robinson. Mm. Like just be the NBA <laughs> basketball. Like. What? Or just this be retired the, and rich. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, and I'm not saying to just shoot anybody's dreams, but I just feel like we can't be amazing at all things. Pew, okay, pew. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Unless you're know, Master P. We all to listen, <laughs> but I just, I just, I don't know. I just was like, you know, the lesson I took away from that is like, this is why the Lord, the Lord gives us all gifts, and it's very important to know what your gifts are and what they are not. Okay, so I, I just. This is also why white people are not scared of us no more. <laughs> I just want him to get. Like, while he was un- so unconscious, I hope that the Holy Spirit was speaking to him. Like, this is why you need to get somewhere and sit down. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I hope that you know that this is. This I'm just is kidding, why. by the way. I want you to sit down. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> it would be great if you could just be, be you see now you see you want to get out here and i have a whole stuff. list of that might be a whole kitchen table talk one day people we wish would sit down you want to be a boxer being a basketball star was not enough no look at you now the you bad sleep. baby i want yeah. her ass to sit down somewhere too i can't listen. stand it listen now you're out here sleeping taking a nap on national television okay <laughs> in the boxing ring nate robinson <laughs> But listen, I pray. Oh my I God. pray everyone's success. I want everyone to do well. Absolutely. <laughs> Lastly, I wanted to save this story for last because I logged on to the internet earlier and didn't know what you niggas were up in arms about. So I did my good research <clears throat> about this um, about this twerk heard around the world. Woo! Um, so it was Heavens. this twerk heard around the world at this at this brunch spot in Dallas by the name of <laughs> Kitchen and Cocktails with a K. Mm. Now that I didn't have that. Was I didn't owned- have that context, but that hel- <laughs> that is helpful. Okay. That puts it's helpful, into perspective right? for me. Very, very okay, helpful. Okay, good. 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 I'm glad. <laughs> so <laughs> and so it's owned. 
uh, by a bald headed nigga who wears short sleeve turtlenecks the, mm. of of the lycra nature. Muscle shirt. Yeah. Um, same thing I saw a little old boy from Silk wearing um, when he was performing live. But yes, there's those short sleeve turtlenecks, muscle shirts of the lycra nature. He was wearing this. And so this is a brunch spot where he had a DJ. And the song in question, actually, that got everybody up was apparently everybody was having a good time, the whole brunch or what have you. And I guess the man asked several people if they could stop twerking on the furniture. To say that is just really funny. Mm -hmm. um, and then the song in question, Throw That Ass in a Circle, came on. And I, and I guess that is a Dallas original song. I didn't know that. Throw that ass in a circle. I do love the little gif, though, of the cat doing it. And then it's like playing the song. It's hilarious. But um, so that was the song that came on. And so everybody turned up. Because I can only imagine he probably also serves Henny Mimosas. Because it just looked like he does. I mean, so, Kitchen with a K. Kitchen with a K. That's, that's what I'm saying. Kitchen and cocktails. Cocktails, cocktails with, with a K. K. Sorry. Cocktails with a K. Cocktails with a K. Kitchen is spelled with in a, a K. In a, <laughs> in a cock. That's what it is. It's a big old chicken. Oh, and it's kitchen and cocktails with a K. Because we are inventive. And mm -hmm. so um, everybody gets up and they throw that ass in a circle. And I guess he lost his shit. And he screams at the people. And I quote... All this twerking shit, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. If you want to do it, get the fuck out my restaurant. Don't do it again. I don't want to hear it if you don't like it. Get out because I don't need your money. That's a direct quote. You're reading that. Yeah, I watched the story. So it was that and a lot more. At first, he was like, you know, this is my home. This is my furniture. You know what I'm saying? I paid money for this and this is not now. This is where he lost everybody because he chose to use verbiage in which he threw in respectability politics. He said, I want you, what did he say? I want you to uh, want better for yourself. Ladies, I want you to love yourself more than that. Respect yourself more. And that's why these men don't respect you more. Like, sh I'm paraphrasing, mm. but it was to that, to that uh, avail. And... Interesting. He has been flamed on the internet ever since. <laughs> mm. And he also mentioned some about how we don't do this in white establishments. We don't do this in white restaurants. If you want to do this, go over to this club and that club and just a whole lot of respectability bullshit. First of all, kitchen and cocktails with a K with your short sleeve turtleneck lycra. Niggas don't respect people because they were not taught to respect. They don't respect women because they weren't taught to respect women and because they're raggedy. It has nothing to do with a woman twerking. And if you put that onus on a woman that her twerking is what is causing a nigga to disrespect her, you are a bigger part of the problem. Furthermore, I'm sick of this white establishment shit because the last time Tristan and I went out for our anniversary when we could last year, we went to STK and STK was so insufferably loud that we had to scream at each other over a very delicious meal, <laughs> but we had to scream at each other the whole time. And it was tables upon tables of rowdy Caucasians screaming in the restaurant and dancing to EDM. So please don't tell me 
anything about a quote unquote white establishment. Stop using white people as your standard for what something is supposed to be. I'm so tired of seeing people use these things as these standards for what we're supposed to be doing. Jeezy did it on the thing. Okay, so you want to come out in a five for 25 Foot Locker t-shirt or what have you, and then you want to get on somebody else because they're like, oh, your outfit is $10,000, but I put all my money into this business. Okay, good for you. And if this nigga wants to wear a $10,000 outfit and, and, and stay in his $500,000 home, then what is it to you? Why are you all keep putting these standards just because these little white millionaires run around in these dirty ass t-shirts and jeans doesn't mean that's the standard of how niggas with money are supposed to run around and stop using white people as your standard for every goddamn thing that's the problem i mean there's not much left to be said <laughs> but but i think <laughs> I, I mean i think uh to me i i just wonder i i'm i'm often i'm often um struck by the you know as you not only the content of the messages that that we hear from certain people you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. um but but the ways in which those those messages are delivered so i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't mm-hmm. watch the like you know i didn't see the whole speech but i i saw clips of what he was saying and i was very very i'm i don't know i'm always taken aback when grown people you know I, I don't like to be chastised y'all know how i feel when people tell me what to do and i don't i don't like for people to feel like they can like everybody can't tell me what to do like just mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you if, if you if you aim to communicate a message with someone and and you're delivering it in a way that that feels a lot like uh reprimand i just i just don't know how effective you expect to be um because mm-hmm. i mean if your aim is to get people to because i i think you know it's it's fair to ask people who are patronizing your business not to um stand on your furniture i think that's a fair ask mm-hmm. no um, i do too that's i, I not think that's even about ask. that it's not even right but i think I think if that I think that is what as you as a business owner that's the probably the extent of of where you of of where your you know requests <laughs> that's the extent of what your request of of paying patrons can be like you know I'm asking y'all not to destroy the things that I've invested you know in in to build this business but when you get to talking about you know what people should or should not do you're now making mm-hmm. judgments about about folks and then it, 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 it begs you like you know i don't know i felt a way i felt the way i felt like you was he biting off more than he could chew around especially some of the ways that he you know what i'm saying uh you know he was cursing and cursed the people out and he kept saying i don't need your right, money i don't need your money like, oh, okay okay like, like, it's like i think that you're not like you you came over there to to be um to act like somebody's daddy and you're not saying this. I don't know. I just feel like it's real kind of passive. And let's also call a thing a thing. I ag- fully agree with you. Don't stand on nobody else's furniture. It's it's true. Like, you yes. don't go over nobody's house and stand on their furniture. Exactly. Don't stand on their furniture. But my nigga, you are also, you have a DJ playing throw that ass in a circle at a brunch full of Hennessy. What the fuck do you think people are I about think you, to do? You're right. Like, but I, I just feel you're like. You're setting you, the precedent. Exactly. You're giving people 
you giving people matches and telling them not to start fires. I, I think exactly. you're absolutely right. I'm just, I, I'm just also saying like, you can tell in the way that he delivered this message that this, it was more like he was, he, he had some things on his chest that he just wanted to get off. And in, and in these instances, if you have some thoughts and opinions about people who choose to twerk in public, then that's what you open up your laptop and write a blog about. Okay. Now, but if you, <laughs> you have some things that you want to get off your chest, you know what I'm saying? You text your social media and your stories and you say, you know, this is something that I've been thinking about and I want to get it off my chest. That's, that's what, that's the avenue. That's the platform. Right. And then niggas who you, give a fuck will read exactly, it. The people who, you know, but, but people who are coming in here and paying their money to eat your, uh, your, your um red velvet waffles waffles and chicken wings you know what i'm saying we coming in here to do that we coming in here to drink your liquor you know what i'm saying if you got opinions about that at least wait until after i give you my money before you decide to tell me how you feel about it because you know me and toya was talking about it like you know if that were to happen and 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 if i was in a situation like that i just feel like i would have ate my food and left i wouldn't because you said you didn't need my money okay no problem you said you didn't need my money bro so we out of here. Let me finish this plate and I'm going to get on out your way. You don't have to worry about me. Um, cause I, I and think, truth be told, know, I want to know how good the food is at kitchen and cocktails. I just feel like, yeah, somebody, you know, if anybody's ever been telling me. If you really care about the people, and I, I don't know, I just feel like you don't be mean and nasty. If I really care about you and I want and I mm-hmm. want better for you, like I say, like, you know, he, I feel like he was being real passive aggressive, very, very like, you know, in, insincere, disingenuous. I, I just did this for it. the community. You know what I'm saying? I you did, did this, you for, did this for you. This is all about, that was, right. it was very Shut ego. It was very ego. And it was just like, sir, I know you feel up. like you're better than us because you done opened yourself up a little restaurant and we are here and we are here to eat up your chicken and waffles. But if we want to hear a sermon, we will call our pastors. If we want to get reprimanded, That's we it. will call our daddies. Um, and if you got something to say about it, go ahead and take to the World Wide Web and get it off your chest. But now is not the time for you to stand here. <laughs> stand here in the middle of your establishment and preach a sermon because while we paid for your chicken and waffles, we did not pay for your opinions. Okay, now we will respect you. And you you got 50 outstanding checks right now, nigga. Imagine if everybody (laughs) got up and walked out. I mean, like, what are you doing? I just feel like we, we, listen, listen. And I mean, we will respect you and not put our feet on your chairs. We will do that. We can do that. But we are also adults. And if you talk to us reasonably, we will respond reasonably. Okay, that's 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 just my perspective. Don't be in here chastising me. Yeah, I got one daddy and I don't know where he at. So you don't get to come in here and act like one. Okay, act (laughs) like mine. Okay, God bless your heart. And the larger conversation. The larger conversation is why are all the y'all niggas in there during COVID anyway throwing that ass in a circle and i mean he and th- did you notice because i would say this now i wouldn't have been in there because you know that's just the way that my my nerves are set up i'm not quite ready to sit down right. in your restaurants yet but you know your boy did all of that and pulled his mask down he pulled his mask down to preach this the sermon screen. and i'm just like you know what yeah. sir you and your spittles i don't have time so what you're not finna do is, mm-hmm. is transfer your bodily fluids over here o- over my over my uh red beans and rice what you can do is if you have an no. opinion, you can go ahead and leave it on your <laughs> website. But I don't I didn't come here to get your lecture. And if you don't need my money, that's fine. Getting you won't get it. You won't get it. It's OK. You won't get it. Period. Get it. I'm just going to continue to enjoy these mimosas and this covid and these chicken <laughs> and peach waffles. And I'm going about my business. Listen. That's all I'm saying. 
But the best part, what would, what blessed me so good is when he started cussing how the whole whole room clutched their pearls collectively. He was like, "Y'all can get the f out." They were like, "Ooh." He said, "Ooh." I said, "Now you know, black women, we all going to respond the same." Everyone, everyone was like, "Ooh." It was a collective. We all was like, now you didn't have to come over here like that. Now that would have been you didn't me. have to talk to us. That's like why that I know because I didn't have I know to talk to us. I would have like been, that. and I would have turned right into my mother. Now, sir, you didn't have to come over here with that language. That language is unnecessary, sir. Okay, thank you so much. If you talk about you don't need my money, that's fine. You're not gonna get it. I'm gonna finish my chicken wings and get onto my car. God bless you. Rest in peace, kitchen and cocktails. I'm not dealing with <laughs> rest this. in peace. Because niggas are shutting down. Nobody's going to frequent your establishment anymore. They're just not. Because we didn't come here. Because let me tell you something. Lectures are not on the menu, sir. I didn't order one. Okay? No. Because if you got an opinion about the young ladies twerking, either put them out. But you don't get to talk to me like this. I don't do that. Absolutely not. I paid for my amaretto sour and American cash. And I'm going to drink (laughs) it. Okay. Okay. Nigga. <laughs> so. <laughs> you get on back so to KNG and get you another turtleneck and mind my, get, let me handle my business over here. Thank you. Mm. Is that where they purchase those Lycra short sleeve turtlenecks? I think getting them. I mean, Maybe getting them. I want to know where you buy something. I just remember my uncle had one in like 2001. And he was like, why y'all Did he wear it with a Kango? No. He wore it to church. I'd be like, why you always be like, why y'all always laughing when I wear my red shirt? He'd be like, because oh, you don't need to no. wear that mess no more. Throw it in the garbage. Oh, they're selling them on ASOS now. Yuck. Oh my God. <laughs> you know well, the youth like to think uncle store. Listen, the youth like to think that uh they be they be out here doing stuff for the first time. <sighs> they do. Like, Girl, we was dressing like Blossom before y'all was, okay. Y'all think was y'all the first okay. I had some. plenty of sunflower dresses Hello. over T-shirts. You're not doing nothing. I was think, doing that in '92, nigga. They think they the first ones to buy some Doc Martens. Like, boy, get somewhere, sit down, girl. Okay, I was wearing Doc Martens all through junior high. Stop it and Please sneak get out it. of my Stop face. It. Stop it. You're doing nothing original. Well, rest in peace to that to that man, his turtleneck shirt, and his business, because it's a wrap. Um, and that's it. That's the trash. I wanted to close out with with the twerk <sighs> around the world. Get him out of here. Let's Ooh. move on to a shout out. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Do it. Do it. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from failing close. Give your loved ones the most meaningful gift this year: a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved one share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family members different story prompt questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's a small decision you made that ended up having a big impact on your life? Reading the weekly stories is fun and makes your family feel close even if you're not together. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including pictures, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. So you all know I've been really digging into um, ancestral history and really talking to a lot of family members just about different things about my lineage and my bloodline and different family members uh, from before. And StoryWorth has been a beautiful way for us to be able to expound on that and learn more about the family members who are here as well so that I can take those stories 
for my future generations, for my child and for my future children and my grandchildren and so forth. So it's been such a beautiful tool to help. Um, and that keepsake book is beautiful for us to be able to take on for generations and generations. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash grown. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash grown for $10 off. My sister's popping right now, like. Oh, it's time for the shout out. And I'm very excited about our shout out this week. Hey. This is a black owned mixer company called oh. Avec Drinks. Yes, oh. Avec, A-V-E-C. You can drink them with a spirit or without. And I used them in my holiday cocktails, actually, um, which I will be featuring uh, this week. I am coming out with a new video this week. We're not doing it every week, but, you know, we're doing it. Fancy. So, Fancy. Um, Fancy. They're having a Cyber Week special right now. If you spend $50, you get a $10 gift card. If you spend $100, you get a $20 gift card. And the gift cards are going to be emailed on December 7th. They're low in sugar, low in calories, all natural, premium carbonated mixers. They have delicious flavors. There's ginger. There's, oh God, uh, what did I use? I used a pomegranate hibiscus. Mm -hmm. um, there is, a, uh, let's see, what else do they have? The pomegranate hibiscus. They have the ginger, which is delicious. They have the jalapeno and blood orange. When I tell you that sent my margaritas to other levels, grapefruit and pomelo. So like, yuzu and lime it's just so many different flavors so make sure you check them out at avecdrinks.com i will have all of that information in the description box um and again they're running that promo right now until december 7th so make sure you you check them out they're delicious with cocktails and they're delicious on their own so mm. avec drinks will have all of the information below and we can move on to our kitchen table talk Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So our kitchen table talk this week is going to be brief. We wanted to do a little catch-up ski. So you know how we're asking you every week to write in and let us know your thoughts on particular episodes, a kitchen table talks, if you have experiences that go along with conversations. Indeed. Um and you know, black people self-care and so forth and so on. We know y'all love sending in your petty peeves. So we just wanted to kind of do a little bit of a mailbag. Honestly, truly. Where we pick a couple of random emails that are just people's responses to various episodes or um, segments of the show and just kind of do a little catch up with the community. So we're gonna keep it brief this week. And the first one is in reference to the I Changed My Mind episode. Would you like to give this listener, I believe uh, the, the uh, pronouns are she, her. Uh, would you like to give her a pseudonym? Um, let's call her Sandra Clark. I was watching 227. Sandra right Clark. Sandra Clark. No Elvin. She says, oh, that's wait, that's not Huxtable. Sandra Clark. That's Sandra Huxtable. <laughs> Sandra Clark is from 227. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, wrong show. It's okay. Sandra Clark. Read Sandra Clark's email. Mary. Hi, Mary. Jade and Kia. I absolutely love getting grown. I just started listening this year. Oh, you listen to the ghetto year ever. And you all have <laughs> definitely brought some joy to the foolishness that is 2020. Hmm. My Lord. I mercy. wanted to write to tell you that you really inspired me during the I Changed My Mind episode. 
I've struggled with decision making throughout my life and it has gotten to the point where I have allowed myself to live a life where I'm bored and unhappy because I couldn't make a decision on what to do next. After thinking about it, I realized that past events have made me very fearful of negative outcomes and have Mm -hmm. prevented me from making a decision. I've been in therapy for a couple of years and it's been tough. Like you said, rewiring yourself is exhausting, but I knew that doing the work to deal with my fears would be really hard. So I'd avoid bringing it up. However, listening to this episode gave me the push I needed to talk to my therapist about it. It's been rough, but it's leading to the healing I need to move forward. Thank you so much for your willingness to be vulnerable because it's definitely provided some much needed encouragement. And that's from Sandra Clark. Yay. So we love to hear it. Absolutely. I love getting emails like that. Um, You know, it is, it is, it is not easy to do this show Um, And I'm not saying that, you know, for any sort of sympathy or anything, but I think, you know, me and Jay talk about all the time, like, you know, we produce these shows, we want them to be organic and authentic and true to who Mm -hmm. we are and true to our relationship with each other Um, Mm -hmm. and true to our relationship with, with, with you all. And a lot of times I get caught out there because, you know, I don't often plan to be as... (laughs) transparent as I end up being Mm. right but it Mm. feels like in the moment to be anything less than truthful would be unfair to myself Mm -hmm. and unfair to y'all um and so after we 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 record episodes like that it it, I'm often really fearful about being so vulnerable um because there are consequences which um you know that can come from you know, revealing what your struggles are, you know, to the public. Cause mm-hmm. then pe- when people know what your struggles are, they know how to get, get at you. And um, so I, I struggle with, you know, man, I went too far or I worry, but you know, I'm encouraged to know that, you know, me and both of us, Jade and I, um, when we are, you know, courageous enough to, to tell the truth about the things that we don't do well, Right. The things that we struggle with, the things that we're afraid of, the issues that we have, because, you know, the public, you know, in social media is filled with people who do it right. Right. It's people who have perfectly curated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, social media pre- presences and who are influencers because they do the things right. Right. It's not too many of us out here talking about I am terrible at this <laughs> and this is really hard. Um, but listen. It, it is it is refreshing and encouraging and inspiring to me to hear that, you know, when I be on here snotting and crying, it is <laughs> it is helpful to somebody. So, Sandra Clark, I'm very it proud is. of you. I'm very proud of Absolutely. you for for taking the steps to do the very hard work of facing, um, you know, your challenges, the things that we have grown accustomed to kind of tucking away and not talking about um and it, it it is hard, tedious work, but it is worth it. It is. It is worth it. So thank you for sharing. Yes, we really appreciate you. And continue to do the work in that therapy. We're proud of you for what you've done so far. Continue to do that work. And please continue to keep us updated as well. We're going to move along to our next listener. Um, mm-hmm. would you like to give, I don't know the pronoun, so let's say them. Would you like to give them a pseudonym? Uh, sure. Let's do, um, Tracy Ellis Ross. 
Tracy Ellis Ross says, Dear Jade and Kia, your last episode with Didi couldn't have been more timely. I always listen to your new episodes Friday mornings. It's a fun start to the end of the week. This morning, I was dreading Saturday. I live on a busy street in my city, and on Saturdays, these guys from a hate group called the Black Hebrew Israelites set up a table right across the street from my building to proselytize their nonsense. Uh, (laughs) Long story less long, a few years ago when I still lived at home, my dad got super into the BHI and also some conspiracies, occult, and a general delusional stuff and started abusing me, my mom, my siblings, and even after he moved out, continued to harass us with links and videos about his beliefs. First time I encountered these guys on my street, I flipped out on them, which I've never done before and was stupid, and I had to tell on myself to my therapist right after. Isn't that the worst? (laughs) Oh, God. The the therapy that, like, like you go into your parents. Like, you know Uh, you're But since then, because you you know. (laughs) You got to be truthful. Uh, But I'm glad that we have all dealt with it. But since then, (laughs) for my own peace, I've just been going to the park and walking around and listening to music and audio books. When I get back, they're gone. It's still really triggering to hear or see them out there. And just thinking about it makes me anxious. So this episode y'all put out really felt personal hearing y'all talk about healing and self-love. I've been working these last few years to recover and heal more and move forward, which I think is different from moving on because the shit that I experienced happened and my feelings about it are valid and it shaped who I am and who I'll become. Mm, a word. Y'all made me realize that I needed to adjust to a more conscious, hearty, hands-on approach to healing. Kia said something like, those things you thought were keeping you down are actually directing you to where you're supposed to be going. And I want to really hold on to that and embrace the journey. My partner and I were together since before my traumatic family shit went down, so I haven't had the space to heal in isolation. He's been incredibly supportive and patient. But what Didi said really made me think, and now I'm going to work to be more conscious of how I allow him to enter my healing space. I want to reflect on how I've depended on him in the past and take accountability for any toxic behavior. I feel like a weight's been lifted off of me just at the idea of all the self-work and personal growth y'all inspired me to do. Thank you and stay hydrated. That's from Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, sis. I'm proud of you. Yes. Yeah, very much so. glad that you are doing the work, man. I love to hear these emails. This is really amazing. We, um, they're very encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Like Kia said, when we get up here and talk we're just talking like we may plan a topic but we don't plan what we're gonna say right um so whatever comes out comes out and so to know that because you don't come to this has been building community script yes exactly exactly you don't go any you shouldn't go anywhere not a prayer not a friend not a not a uh unless you're doing maybe a guided meditation but even like a heartfelt meditation very similar to a prayer like these are things that should just come out organically and so to know that this is building community and that we all are in this space together and it encourages and kind of moves like an ecosystem is really beautiful. So thank you so much for writing in. Uh, we have a GGB who Ow. made sure that he identified himself as a he, him. So would you like to give him a pseudonym? Let's call him Rodney. Rodney. Yes, it's just a good sturdy black, black name that I've just loved my whole life. We don't have enough Rodney in the to, world. I used to like a nigga named Rodney in ninth <laughs> Me grade. Me too. I, I had a I had a I crush did. on a Rodney in high school. It was just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. Rodney. Mm, Rodney was the nigga I went up to, and I was like, 
So you're always looking at me and I like you. So what's up? <laughs> Look at you. Go ahead. Um, and I think My we Rodney went together for a couple of weeks. It's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you just, sometimes you just gotta grab these niggas by the balls. Yeah, but I never, uh, I would, Rodney I would, says I would never said anything to him ever in life, but it's fine. <laughs> Please, Rodney. Rodney says, "Praise the Lord, niggas. Thank Praise you for him. reading my letter on the podcast. Manifesting. <laughs> well, you manifested right, Rodney. <laughs> I pray that all who hear gains healing, clarity, peace of mind, and abundance. Wonderful. Okay. Um, he wrote a letter to himself." Oh, I love and it. And he said, Dear Rodney, woo nigga, the world is dark and full of terrors. This is a black person's self-care submission, by the way. I love it. Woo okay. nigga, the world is dark and full of terrors. There are so many people, spirits, entities, and systems that are designed to rob you of your joy. Remember that as long as you draw breath, there is nothing that you have not survived. You are made up of survivors who still found joy, innovation, community, laughter, and love. You are made of resilience and revolution. You are beautiful, strong, multifaceted, intelligent, silly, a healer, a storyteller. Do not diminish your light for anybody's comfort. You are entering a season of action, so do not be afraid to leap. Go after all that you deserve. You are worthy. You are capable of creating the abundance you want for yourself, your community, and your future generations. Carry the legacy of those who came before you. Sing the praise of your contemporaries and create inspiration. When you feel lost, ask yourself, how am I or my gifts a service to my community? Moisturize your damn skin and your insides. Oh, yes. Eat well and exercise. Your physical, mental, and spiritual health are interconnected, so don't let any part of yourself fall by the wayside. You got this. Lastly, love yourself in the way you want others to love you. Enjoy every inch, every perk, every imperfection. That love will attract beautiful souls who are going to love you beyond your imagination. And if it doesn't, you would have still enjoyed your journey. Love always and forever, Rodney. P.S. I love that. I would like to express my eternal gratitude to you both for being bold, beautiful, and intelligent possibility models. <laughs> oh, I love Poss that. That's yeah, such an academic term. Yes. Right? I don't know nothing about that. Jay, <laughs> you are the embodiment of freedom and joy. Well, thank you, Rodney. You make me laugh so hard every week. Your authenticity is refreshing. Kia. You're amazing. Thank oh. you for your contributions to the academic space. Okay. Oh. Also, thank you for your vulnerability. It's empowering to hear how you heal and show up for yourself. Yeah. I know you get love every single week, but please don't ever forget to impact that you've heard uh, that you've had by creating. Oh, excuse me. Impact by blah, 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 blah. I know you get love every single week, but please don't ever forget the impact that you've had by creating dialogue and community. It's healing. Yay. I pray that you too receive all the joy, peace of mind, success, abundance, healing, love, and opportunity owed to you and some more. Ashe. Oh, Rodney. Thank you, Rodney. What a gift. Oh, my God. Oh, what a gift. I love <laughs> this. I love this letter to yourself. I oh, love yeah. everything I was going to say that we should it. do that. Have we done that before? I think um, um, maybe a variation, I, but I think I, I think like so, this variation right? very much. I think. Uh, well, I you remember, know what? We're going to call that episode Inspired by Rodney. Yes, indeed. I remember a few years ago. This was years ago, actually. XD, um, when he was doing it, we did like a, he did like a takeover thing on his YouTube page and he had me write a letter to my body. Which yes. was like, which was like a really dope exercise i feel like we should we should do that again but yes rodney thank you um for sharing for sharing that um you have inspired us to to think about how we might be able to you know 
do that uh, here on the show. Absolutely. And, um, you know, also you have, you have really uh, affirmed me and, and I think Jay too, right? About, yes, about, very uh, much so. about, you know, what we are trying to build and offer to the world through this space of getting grown. So we, we, we appreciate you for sharing that we with do. us. And um, yeah, that was dope. Thank you so much. That was dope. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, and we're only giving you all pseudonyms. If you don't mind your name being used, we're giving you pseudonyms because we just want to be respectful and we don't know. Right. Um, and we're also not going to have an honesty box in light of us, you know, Reading. doing doing yes, the letters email. this week. Mm -hmm. So we have one more email that we'll throw into the pot and then uh, we will wrap this right on up. And would you like to give our sis a pseudonym? Sure. Let's call her Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine! <laughs> we just don't have enough sturdy black names. We need more sturdy black names. I am living names. for these. You know? I can't I'm just, wait to I do this every like, week. We got to do it. We got to have the sturdy black names. Like, everybody needs an Auntie Lorraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, Lorraine says, hello, sisters. Thank you so much for reading my letter last week. I just wanted to give a quickish update and let you know the ways you were both helpful. It was really good to get this out of my head and hear my words back. You both picked up correctly that I really don't want to tell my boyfriend. I really value trust that is given to me when people confide things with me. Unless it's something that needs to be reported, such as abuse of a child or something like that, it is important that when a person tells me something privately that I honor that. Jade, I appreciate what you said about boundaries, and that was a helpful reminder to me that I'm allowed to hold that space and value. I'm still learning myself in a relationship, so it was good to just be reminded that I don't have to betray values that I hold dear in the name of growing closer with an intimate partner. I believe my partner will honor this boundary. I haven't articulated it before. Now I will. Kia, you also spoke to something that has been in the back of my mind, but pandemic brain hasn't allowed me to really see it. You are right about just telling my homie. Sis, we can't talk about this anymore. I've grown mm -hmm. a bit tired of hearing about the escapades, but so much of that part of her life she has wanted to unpack with me, and I just don't want to. <laughs> it really isn't my business, and I'm going to lovingly suggest that she put it on her list to process with her therapist. Yes. She's a person I love dearly, and I understand life is complicated, but I also can't be stressing my life out about something I'm not even doing. Oh, yes. Lastly, in hearing what both of you had to say, it also triggered a simple realization that I just don't want my boyfriend to not like or judge my friend based on this affair. While it seems a little silly to say, as I heard my words, I heard my fears also. And I think those fears boil down to wanting everyone I hold close to love each other. This realization for me is a much deeper conversation I will talk to my therapist. I will take to my therapist to unpack more. Thank you for this. You both do spirit work in a fun and authentic way. <laughs> and that secrets episode really hit me in all kinds of ways. Another thing I need to work through in therapy. Keep talking about this stuff because y'all are really helping to unlock some things in people in ways you can't even imagine. I know you both were saying you didn't know if you were helpful, but you were. And I feel a sense of peace and responsibility about the next steps I need to take with that situation. Peace and love, Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine girl oh no so Lorraine, Lorraine was the young lady who's who's good whose good friend was having an affair and she she yes. didn't know whether or not she should tell her her boyfriend about yeah because he's uh, always asking questions and so forth. right right okay now I'm clear and caught up but yes I'm glad that we were able to be helpful to Lorraine in this her time of 
of need. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, all of the, all That's of that, <laughs> all of that is so much, right? And I'm glad that in processing this with us, you were able to be affirmed. Um, and to to know, um, that you have the right and the responsibility to kind of create boundaries within your romantic relationships and within your um, friendships as well. And to kind of set standards and hold yourself responsible and accountable um, for maintaining those boundaries and standards. So, you know, we are here around the kitchen table to help us all kind of figure out and navigate these things. And sometimes it's good to kind of get these, these conversations out of your head and to hear your words Mm -hmm. back to you so that you can kind of, you know, think about them, um, in more objective ways, like processing, Mm -hmm. um, is, is really, you know, processing really benefits from having multiple perspectives around an issue. So, well, glad that that was helpful. Um, that's the kind of stuff that we like to help y'all navigate. And that's the kind of stuff that we navigate with one another. Yep. So, like, why mm-hmm. not just do it around the kitchen table and the getting grown community also as well? So we thank each and every one of you for writing in and responding. And we continue to ask you all to send your honesty boxes, to send your Um, responses to different kitchen table talks to continue to let us know what you're doing to take care of yourself or black person self-care because uh, hearing that from you all is just as encouraging for us as it is for you to hear certain episodes so to know and to get that communication that we really are in community because that's the goal of this show is a really beautiful thing and so we 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 ask you all to continue to send all of that to getting wrong podcast at gmail.com for sure. And um, let's get on to our self-care. Care, care. If you're struggling to pay off high-interest credit card debt, you need to take action. Help fight off high-interest credit card debt with Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed-rate payment. Upstart is completely online and makes it fast and simple to check your rate. If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry up to upstart.com slash grown to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. amount. I deserve all right in black women self-care mine is really uh, direct and straight to the point um this past week i went to have my annual physical um i don't know if we have uh i feel like we have but i'm not sure but it you know even if we have it bears repeating um we stress the importance of maintaining uh, your doctor's visits and doing so on a regular basis. And so I had not had a physical this year. I usually had them around the end of the summer, but with co- with COVID and closures and things like that, I was a little bit late getting it done, but was able to get that taken care of. 
um, this past week. And so I went and had mm-hmm. a physical, was able to ask my doctor some questions around some things um, and, you know, get all full blood work done and, um, you know, inquire about some other things that are going on. Um, I asked, you know, we talked about Chadwick Boseman at the start of the show. Um, and I, and I do mm-hmm. have, you know, considering my family history and some other things, I did inquire with my, with my, um, primary care physician about scheduling a colonoscopy. I know that colonoscopies, um, you're not scared. You're not supposed to get one, I think before you're like 50. And then, you know, they recently lowered that age to 45 and I'm, um, only 37, but, um, I, you know, given, you know, people are getting diagnosed with colon therapy colon colon therapy sorry colon cancer um earlier and it is something that is very prevalent amongst um populations of color um um you know I asked you know if it would be okay if I could just schedule one and surprisingly and maybe it's just because I have a black a black man uh physician he was just like absolutely let's get it scheduled um and so you know I'll be going through that process pretty soon um and can keep folks um you know I'm happy to talk about that experience you know not all the gory details but you know kind of tell you guys what it what it's like because I do encourage all of us to kind of ask about that uh, because the earlier that we can get these screenings and stuff done the better um and so I went to my annual physical and got some other sort of screenings and things uh set up um as well um and we'll be hopefully doing some things that'll help me kind of pay down some of my flex spending, hopefully getting some things uh, in place um, for the start of 2021. So yeah, that's my black women's self care, taking care of my physical um, health and, and doing some preventative care, uh, hopefully um, in that, in that area. So if you haven't had your physical, you need to schedule it. This is your reminder to do so. Um, yeah, so get that done. So my black woman self-care is very simple. It is nothing like he is. Uh, I literally just set the table for Thanksgiving. That's it, which was nice. Um, it was a nice change of pace. I missed all my niggas in the whole wide world who are usually there. But, you know, due to COVID and safety, it couldn't happen that way. So it was literally just us and Crystal Jean um and we sat at the table and I made it pretty and I never get to make it pretty and I had a kit from social studies you can see all the info about that on my Instagram if you go to my last post but that was it that was my black woman self-care I set the table this year and tried to make the best of it despite it being uh muy diferente (laughs) and that's it so I guess we should slide on into these petty peeves then Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. Okay, let's put the petty on parade. So my petty peeve this week is from my mother. (laughs) Uh, We got a new cat. Um, I know many people such as Kia, XD, uh, (laughs) and many others that I know are not cat people. Um, But we got a new cat. And her name is Trill. Uh, 
didn't name her Trill. That's the name she was given, but it just shows you how perfect it was for our family. So we got Trill. We're very happy to have her here in the house, but my mother refuses to call her by her name. She's called her everything under the sun from Trinity to Trixie. Uh, earlier, she asked me where Trina was. I told her <laughs> she was in Miami. So that's it. That My petty people from my mother who refuses to call my pet by her actual name. And it's not because she dislikes cats. She actually likes cats, too. Um, and I will be very clear that Trill will not be on any counters. She oh will Lord. not be on any dining room tables. We don't believe in that. I told Kia she will have to walk through the kitchen to leave her scent because we live in New York City and you know what that means. <laughs> so, you know, from time to time you have an unvisited, uh, unwelcomed visitor. Um, so Trill will be great for that as well. But she is a beautiful addition to our family and we are very happy to, to have her. And I don't want to hear anybody's opinions who don't care about cats or who don't like them. <laughs> do not tell me. I do not care. What's your petty peeve this week, sis? Period. Okay. My petty peeve this week Period. is um I okay. Uh I I, I feel like I've s i have say this around the holidays every year, but mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you know, I just leave me out of your group text holiday greetings. Oh. Um I don't need your glittery turkeys on Thanksgiving or your <laughs> animated candy canes on Christmas or anything like that. Um, if you are sending out a group text, you know, and, and you just put my name in it, if you if you were to take my, my name out, I would not be offended or hurt <laughs> at all. Um, you know, you know, you can send existing group chat, group texts, group chats that I'm in. You know how we do on all holidays. We check in with one another. So this is not for you. These are for the people who I don't, you know, I, I'm not in pre-existing group chats with. But these are the people who just up and down my timeline or yeah. in my phone, just randomly sending these little animations and emojis. And it's probably <laughs> for my old aunt aunties and uncles and things like that people who just now learning what emoticons and things are of course y'all can just leave me out of it as i'm really okay god bless you be glad your mother hasn't discovered instagram and she sends you like Mm -mm. stories i think my mother has discovered instagram because i'm pretty sure that i've blocked already but yeah yeah. (laughs) it's fine Oh my God, if I blocked my mother, she would call my phone to oblivion. And why did you block me? So I just. My mother don't even know. I even, I I feel like I just saw, you know how when, when, I don't know, there was some sort of integration that let me know when she created her Instagram account. And I was just like, oh, boop, period, done. I don't have one. You can't. I don't even even have to. I was just like, she better never ask me about no Instagram. I'm gonna be like, what? I've never heard of that. What do you mean? What do you, I I don't understand. What is that? Well, I don't, I don't use that. Um, I don't. <laughs> you're like that's not for me. I don't use that. And that's it. That's another episode of petty of petty peeves. That's what we <laughs> call the whole show. That was all. That was another episode of Getting Grown. Again, sure. thank you all so much. Um, your letters were so beautiful and encouraging today. They were just. They just were. They just. They just were. They just were. And we Absolutely. ask you all to continue to send those in and sis tell them what else to do 
Um, as always and forever, you want to continue to uh, moisturize your insides by drinking your water. And you want to mm-hmm. moisturize your mind by minding the business that pays you. Minding Ooh. your business. That's yours. You know, nobody mm-hmm. else's. Mm-hmm. And you always want to moisturize your skin. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Period. Bye. Bye. Bye.